Hello and welcome back to the Lady Lorian Show. We're going to be talking about the one, the only Obi-Wan Kenobi today on this episode. Now to get us started, how is everyone feeling? Terrible, I know. <laughs> We're well sleeping. Tired. Yeah. This is yeah, going to be are. like the Lady Lorian slumber party edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can fall asleep halfway through. It if is. you hear some snoring, you know why. <laughs> We're just going to let it happen. Maybe... If Dodgefall sleeps, we sadly can't mute her, but we'll be able to mute her. Oh my gosh, that'd be awful. If I (laughs) that'd that'd be an editing nightmare. Oh my gosh. Um, We would just keep talking. You just have to (laughs) (laughs) just have to talk more. I don't snore. I don't know. You I sleep, sleep like talk though. Oh, that would even Bro, better. Rose acting like she's been there while Tosh is asleep. I have never fallen asleep on a Zoom before. I've seen Rose outside my window once or twice at like 3 a.m. I, <laughs> I just gotta check. Rose is my sleep paralysis demon. Like, I'm up and she's just there. <laughs> oh my god. But oh she's the cutest sleep paralysis demon I've ever <laughs> I try, you know, she's try to look nice if I'm going to, you know, terrorize people. So <laughs> let's get right into it. Let's talk about our favorite Scottish man. So thoughts. Ewan McGregor, New York City. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, that one clip where he's like looking at Otis? He's like, look at all this Otis. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what I'm yeah. <laughs> Look at all those chickens. Mm-hmm. Basically. Gosh. I love so, him. Our man is so relevant. It's crazy that we're filming it because they were filming this the night we're filming this. <gasps> Tomorrow they yeah. start filming the show. So oh, crazy. it's crazy that we decided to talk about this tonight. Perfect timing. This was planned. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I should have knew this. I, I definitely didn't just see the tweet right before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, Disney <laughs> called us up and was like, hey, just to let y'all know. Yeah. We got some news. They, they told Ewan that he should have joined our podcast just to have a refresher right before he filmed. But, you know, he wasn't able to record with us today, but it's fine. Next time. But Hayden Christian Anderson, wait. Hayden Christian <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got him confused <laughs> with another guy. Uh, Vikings um Hayden though he did join real nice uh uh it also didn't anyone. get him recorded so <laughs> think Christian Anderson like didn't he like write fairy tales and stuff yeah <laughs> he's the, the author the, of the little mermaid or something I don't oh, know Hans Christian Anderson yes there that we go. Uh, I, there's uh yeah whatever how don't dare matter. you reveal our special guest sorry guys yeah that started filming people like on the tl were talking about like how excited they are and like how um hayden and ewan ewan yeah i think that's how you do it yeah i don't care uh i mean i care (laughs) uh talking and like catching up you know uh hayden's talking about the farm and how his chickens are doing you know which by the way how are the chickens doing are you having hawk problems i can share shed some light um you know just marine biologists coming in here Uh, excuse me okay we're ranchers first all right (laughs) don't diss me dodge anyways god always so rude um so i'm really (laughs) i'm really excited like you know i didn't you know logically i should have known they were gonna film soon if it's gonna come out in 2022 i know we're talking about obi-wan in this episode but while we're talking about his series 
I'm so excited about rumored kindergarten age Luke and Leia. I know you are. <laughs> but I know you're like I, I diverge. <laughs> I diverge. <laughs> Literally, like it's funny to see like how everyone's like, oh my gosh, Hayden's back for the show. And then it's always like your tweet that's like, like okay, baby can we Luke? talk about the children? <laughs> can we talk about baby Luke? Okay, speaking of babies, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Good transition. It all started when he was born. <laughs> Wait, really? Let's talk about that. Okay. Well, did. It really did. Talk about his birth. Went to the Jedi Temple when he was really young, like little baby. And I think Obi-Wan just has such like a tragic story. He does. <laughs> Man's has been through a lot. Yeah, he has like a really tragic story and it's like really hard. Like every time I think about him, I just can't like help but think about all the things he's been through. And like, I don't know. I love his story. I mean, it's heartbreaking, but he is like probably one of the characters in Star Wars we have like the most like knowledge about. We've seen him through all these different stages of his life and it just makes me so emotional. I know. <laughs> I feel like he's definitely had like the saddest like story like in all. Like he's just lost so much and been yeah. through so much that he was struggling. But he survived until he Did died. He did survive i mean obviously well technically he did. like mentally dude is he okay you know like, he did spend a lot of time on tattooing so. <laughs> the only reason rose made sure she was here today is because she's definitely waiting for me to cry <laughs> now <laughs> which brings me up to my point because <laughs> Ruthie mentioned babies. Now let's talk about the biggest theory about Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is a teen and Corky. That is yeah. Obi-Wan's baby. I not pay criticism. That child belongs to him. Corky kind of looks like um what is it, Herbie the Elf or whatever from Rudolph the Red Nose. Oh, no. no. Like, do you think he ever became a like a galactic dentist? <laughs> Bro, um, imagine he shows up to the Jedi Temple or something if he's like training to be a Jedi, and then makes. I don't want to be like, a Jedi. You're, you're late to elf practice. <laughs> I don't want to be a Jedi. I want to be a dentist. <laughs> um, so I know, like technically in canon, Corky is Satine's nephew, correct, or like cousin. So Corky is never confirmed who his parents are. But yeah, it's, it's confirmed. Oh, we wanted Satine. That's I mean, it. It's like a vastly assumed that it's Satine's son and we don't know who the father is. But I believe that it's never confirmed in canon for 100%. Well, I'm confirming it here right now. I just got off the phone with Dave. He said <laughs> so. Especially like when people like do this like comparison pictures. I'm like, they they do that on purpose. <laughs> Dave Filoni was like, you know what would be funny? <laughs> Plot twist. He did just look it up and yeah, they do say in the story that he is Satine's nephew. Um, however, they don't mm-hmm. explain like who his parents are, like who obviously because he's not Bo Katan's son. Like we know we know that. Nephew. So, like, whose child would he be if he Please. yeah, nephew? Great cover up. I value it above Raylo. Um, disgusting. Can I- <gasps> whoa, whoa, whoa. We got that on recording. <laughs> <laughs> I am not ashamed of that. I mean, I love yeah. them both, but 
Obi and Satine just hit. She them. cries harder to the TikToks of Satine and Obi Wan. It's, tra- it's simply more tragic. Yeah, I agree. They are really cute together. Yeah. Except the whole like she died in his arms thing. That was. <laughs> and then everyone, you know, <laughs> she got impaled by Darth Maul thing. Like we're gonna forget yeah. about that. See, yeah. this is why I think Darth Maul should just stay dead. You know, like yeah, the dark side let him live. Everything that Darth Maul did to like Obi Wan is like so sad because, like Qui Gon was like his father figure. Yeah. And then Darth Maul just stabbed him. <laughs> Everything Darth Maul did to Obi Wan is so sad because if you think about it, like Qui Gon was like Obi's father figure through so much of his life because he went to the Jedi temple so young and that scene in the first movie like that became like Obi-Wan like I guess like really like officially becoming like an adult like he has to like grow up because like Qui-Gon dies and then he has to take over and become Anakin's master and then Darth Maul just had to come back get some robo legs and (laughs) say no 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 taking your master's life was not enough I must now kill the one and only love of your life and steal her planet while i'm at it i love that for him yeah why i like i get it it's the dark side they're all about like revenge and stuff but like man's cut you in half because you killed his master let it go let it go grow as a person and realize you know what y'all are even now like what more he's not gonna be able to bring your legs back like realize that how come every Sith Lord is just like a cat? Like they just have nine lives. No. I do. <laughs> I was like, but the Jedi I know. Come. I was like trying to make the correlation. All all Sith Lords <laughs> are cat boys. Um, it's true. Please, no one draw that. I mean, get it. Palpatine cat boy. He would be. He would be the naked cat. <laughs> oh, like no one Listen, we can have a whole episode on my feelings about um, Grandpa Palps and um, Papa Palps, mm-hmm. everything with him and yeah. stuff, because he's, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another theory we could talk about with Obi-Wan is kind of another, definitely unofficial ship is S.J. Ventress. I probably, Ventress. yeah, whatever. I'm not sure she's S.J. now. S.J.? a lot of people i never so like i didn't pay attention to that i guess the first time i watched clone wars but now like so many people are pointing out how like every time they fought each other they were so like flirty and i I don't understand i think it's just because it's obi-wan he flirts with everyone so obi-wan's not supposed to be flirting with anybody because um he's in the jedi order can we talk about that jedi Jedi order is to have romantic relationships well the jedi order is outdated and that's why it failed so period no no cool jedi ever (laughs) didn't have a thing for someone obi-wan said i'm built different I'm built different. I'm just built different. He and just that's why he had the high ground. Emotions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he actually, you know, went through therapy and stuff on like his, you know, Padawans. Yeah. Um, and that's why they're the way they are. Him and Yoda yeah. had therapy every Thursday night about how to getting over his emotions. <laughs> we always talk about like Anakin, like, and obviously he is, but being like this huge, like, angsty teen rebel, you know? But, like, look at Obi, like, 
I mean, he was ready to like leave the Jedi Order to chase his love life, which like, okay, romantic king, but also <laughs> like, that's kind of angsty. I mean, definitely when he was like with Qui-Gon and he met Satine, I would say like rebellious because obviously he was like in love with her. But then he, you know, leaves her and he goes to be in the Jedi Order. It's only like later, like way later in life when he sees her again that he's like, like, had you told me you loved me, like I would have left like given that but she was also dying so now i'm like blame it on her like (laughs) he needed to tell her that like that was his last confession because she'd be taking it to the grave so no one can snitch (laughs) but i think it is true though the whole room of people was also there and not anymore gone yeah and she told him when she died she was like i always loved you it just did it to hurt kenzie <laughs> literally that whole obi and satine was created to solely to hurt me <laughs> but to go back to your point of like obi-wan like somewhat rebelling i think obi-wan and anakin were rebelling in different ways like anakin was like let me just kill some people because i'm hurt anakin was more like serial killer and obi-wan was more like <laughs> different types yeah, yeah. and obi-wan was more like you know what, this really sucks, you know, he, he was angsty, but he was more like, I'm gonna keep it to myself, ain't no one gonna know, I'm fine guys, like tears streaming down his face, I'm fine guys, it's okay. Anakin was right. more punch drywall angsty, angsty, and then Obi-Wan was more like, I'm gonna go write milk and honey style poems in my diary yes, angsty. exactly. That's, you know exa- I mean? that's a good way to say it. He just like, didn't show his emotions. Anakin is Kyle and Obi-Wan is Mr. Darcy. Oh my gosh. I knew that there was going to be a Pride and Prejudice uh, like reference. That I feel like that's your first one. Yeah, it's my first one. Wow. Don't worry. There'll be plenty more. Yeah. Well, now I'm just warming up. No, great. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so true. Like Obi-Wan was just, he like, su- he's the king of suppressing emotions. <laughs> like literally. But not suppressing, like, I don't think he, like, suppressed his emotions in that way. Like, I mean, he loved people and cared for people. And we saw in his actions all the time with how he took care of those around him, especially, like, with Anakin and, like, how much, like, he cared about Anakin and felt like everything with him was his responsibility. His love language was acts of service. Yeah. Wow, we're really breaking him down. Acts of service. He's not expecting it. The, the thing is, is like, I feel like he suppressed like his own emotions and his own feelings. Like he like always did everything for everyone else based on like because he like cared about people, but he never did anything like for himself. And so he suppressed yeah. his emotions that way. Bro, true. I mean, yeah, after Qui Gon, like who was there for Obi? No one. Like Satine, and then Satine died. Yeah, but like, him and Satine hadn't seen each other in years until the Clone Wars. And, I mean, like, Anakin, he, like, Anakin, like, I mean, he says that, obviously, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, like, he was like, you were, like, a brother to me, and, like, they had each other, but Anakin was all, or Obi-Wan was always, like, the older brother to, like, Anakin and, like, mm-hmm. looking out for him. Although Anakin saved Obi-Wan's behind on a couple occasions. Yeah, I hope that one of the themes of Kenobi is, like, how loss like affected him later in life and how grief affected him later in life you know yeah because the reason why he was in the cave 
yeah like the, there's just like a huge gap in Obi-Wan's story right now and so I mean when we see him in A New Hope he does not say that he's not Obi-Wan he's Ben like he like completely got rid of like that idea of him so it's going to be interesting just seeing how he dealt with everything that like the Jedi had happened like falling apart and him being a part of that and having to like literally have no one and have nothing until like you know he's how old is he supposed to be in a new hope that timeline is so confusing to me because it's only 20 20 years 19 years since we see him in a bunch of the Sith because Luke is 19 in a new hope but for some reason, Obi-Wan aged at super speed because- <laughs> Look at his life. so right. <laughs> Look at his life, bro. That well, would give me so many wrinkles. Like, so, like if you, like, I don't know. How old do you think Obi-Wan is? Like 30? 30. At, at, so he's like 50, but he just looks super old. Um, but, you know, obviously this is because of, they didn't know they were going to do these other movies <laughs> when they, when they wrote A New Hope. I bet, I bet that Obi-Wan, like part of the reason he isolated himself after Anakin turned is because man's like probably just developed trust issues. You know, like he probably didn't want to get close to anybody anymore because everyone he got close to, he just ended up losing. I mean, yeah, outside of the fact that he had, I mean, he had to hide because- Oh no, absolutely. But like emotionally, like that had to contribute to- I mean, there are some like comics that go into it right now, like that are officially canon technically. Oh, Ty, I'm not a comic reader. Yeah, I'm not either. I just watch videos that explain comics, (laughs) but I do know they are out there. So there's a little bit of the gap filling, but I feel like a lot of them just focus on like the little things that happen and not like- Obi-Wan and like his like journey and like figuring out his emotions and stuff like that after the Clone Wars because the Clone Wars too is such a big thing that happened to him and affected him and the clones become became like a like brothers to him and served with him and to see them turn on all the Jedi like that had to have affected him too especially Rex and well he didn't see Rex, but um, Rex didn't. But Cody, like seeing Cody, who was like one of his best friends. I like, wonder if the when we have the Obi Wan Kenobi series, I wonder if in the battle with Vader and him, he like I don't know. You know how like Palp ages when he uses the li- the lightning or whatever. I wonder if Obi does something that like makes him age a little bit because there is that like age like gap thing yeah it's the sun on Tatooine you know it could be that it's the UV rays I know in one of the comics there's a panel where Obi-Wan does try to go see Luke and not to train him just to like to see him but um Luke's uncle refuses to see him and blames Obi-Wan for what Anakin did and be like no you can't see Luke because you're gonna fail him just like you failed Anakin just yeah. for the ink sink, I said that, you know. Got it. Yeah, Uncle Owen did not like Obi-Wan, which is... Uh, oh, Uncle Owen. So special. That's why he burned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> okay, hold up. On a happy note, I'm, I'm gonna turn this around really quick because that was really angsty and I can't handle that right now. It 
was sad. Okay. But I was just thinking like, Obi-Wan is one of those characters who like kind of has like the full circle thing happen to him though. Like I feel like he ends up having a good arc and a good story in the end because imagine how happy he was that he got to be for Luke what Qui-Gon was for him. Literally the scene in Phantom Menace exactly mirrors what happens with Obi and Darth Vader. And Qui-Gon was like one of the most influential figures in his life and like his main like mentor figure. At the end of his life, you know, he gets to end up mirroring what Qui-Gon did for him and who he was for him. And I think that's a cool Yeah. The thing is, is like Obi-Wan wasn't necessarily like in Luke's life for a while. For long, no. He also is like the one who introduced him to like all this Jedi stuff and everything. And it's true. Um, I mean, he wasn't planning to die. Yeah, but well, he was when I kind of when, <laughs> when him and Vader get into the thing because you see him like smile like right before like I mean he literally gave up his defenses to Vader so he could kill him because I mean he says he's like you know kill me and I'm you know, I will become more powerful than ever because he's going to become, you know, one with the force and, you know, go on to be able to do things after he dies. And he, this is true. I revoke my statement. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't probably up until that moment when he realized, like, yeah, this is the only thing that's going to happen. Yeah. This is the only way to make this happen. And I do think, like, he got to feel like a comp I mean obviously in this universe in Star Wars universe like he lives on and he's in the force and he got to see Luke bring back Anakin in the end and finally restore balance as far as in terms of the originals and the prequels um he gets to see yeah. Luke finally like do that and bring back Anakin who again was like his brother and someone he loved like even re-watching a new hope after like watching clone wars as well as the prequels it just like makes that obi vader like fight like so much more emotional because it's not just like because when you first watch it you're like wow this is like compared to the prequel fights you're like wow this is like a really crappy fight you know but it shows that like obi like never wanted to fight vader like he never wanted to like do that he simply was doing that because he knew that like the next Jedi Luke had to escape you know so it makes it like super emotional that even like when Obi was like had gone through all this and like Anakin literally Vader literally destroying everything that he had worked hard like he still like wouldn't take his life I feel like if the fight was more like epic and stuff like that it wouldn't make it like as emotional as it is how it is now so obi like obi-wan not like wanting to like kill vader and like fight him because you know it's anakin um i'm gonna be honest uh i say this with two siblings i just just you know oh come on (laughs) your your siblings watching this like (laughs) my sister's not gonna be surprised at all my brother might hi rosa's sister hi rosa's sister she loves us she hates Rose, but um, but it's like he's already took in two of his legs, one of his arms. Just like, bro, just end it. Like, why keep it going? I guess like 
the plot wouldn't keep going if like Darth Vader died, whatever. Leia does mention Ben after Obi-Wan and you know obviously like you know he was the only hope that you know came through in the end but like do you think Obi-Wan had a bigger part in Leia's life and that's that we don't see maybe that's why he aged so much he had run after Leia so much he was like yeah I'm training Luke I'm not training this one (laughs) well I think to Leia like I mean I well I'm hopefully we'll see a little bit more in Kenobi um but I mean obviously like Bale was friends with Obi-Wan during the Clone Wars so I'm wondering if yeah she had more of like a uncle figure Obi-Wan in her Mm -hmm. life he does name Ben this might like exist and be you know canon and some literature and stuff that we haven't read but like I wonder if you know even if they didn't immediately meet and he wasn't physically, you know, like that sort of uncle or godfather figure in her life. Like, I wonder if just from her family and from her people, like she heard like legends about him and, you know, just like <laughs> like your grandpa telling you war stories, like yeah. that kind of thing, <laughs> you know? So he probably, if he didn't exist to her physically, you know, he existed and was alive to her through like stories and things like that. Yeah, because I do get the, like, you do get, like, the idea from A New Hope that, like, they haven't met because when she, like, does the, whatever, polygram, Polygram, there we go, words hard, Uh, (laughs) she's, like, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, you served, years ago, you served my father, like, she's saying it like she doesn't really know him, but obviously he was important enough to her for her to go ahead and name her child after him. That's where she gets her sassiness from. You know, that's totally true. But Anakin's genes, Obi-Wan's raising. Just <laughs> stir that. That's that's gotta work out, you know. <laughs> this won't go wrong at all. <laughs> that's an interesting thought. I never thought about Obi having a impact in Leia's life more than just like he's the last one, so might as well call him and see if he's still alive, you know. <laughs> but that'd be super that's an interesting take. I would have never thought about that. Well, I just think of everything, you know, just mile minute brain right here. Mile-minute. I think Obi-Wan is like such a perfect or like imperfect example of like how flawed the Jedi Order was in like the way they expected Jedis to live and exist because, you know, again, we talked about how Obi gave up his like love for Satine and all these things that they say are bad but the fact that Obi like Juan viewed Anakin as a brother is like the reason he didn't like you know kill him or whatever and was like showing kindness to him even though he was like being bad and stuff like I just think Obi-Wan is a great example of that that emotions and feelings don't aren't can't or can be can't be suppressed yeah or well they like aren't necessarily a negative thing yeah I get that like we definitely like see like how like the Jedi like they're told to you know give up whatever like you know they they become Jedi that's all they know they when they when the when they join the academy they're out there you know trying to help save the galaxy right but they don't get anything themselves and they're told to like have this like relationship between their Padawan and them and their masters but then they're also told to like get over it when they die like they're so willing or at least not really any of the Padawans that 
Padawan master relationships that we've seen, but the we hint that like, you know, if your Padawan dies in battle, that it happens. Like just get over it. Like we'll get another Jedi type thing. And it shows just like they don't really get to like do anything that they want to do. Like literally from when they're a kid, they're thrown into this. They live it and then they die and that's it. Like yeah. that sucks. I'm so glad that Again, not to diverge, but oh, I'm the Luke, Sandy, okay? But I'm glad that, like, Luke got to have a childhood and he didn't get sucked into everything and all the formalities at the age that Obi-Wan did because when Obi-Wan, like, went to the temple at Coruscant, like, dude was, like, five or six years old. That's some trauma. <laughs> um, yeah, and also, like, what Obi-Wan... Well, luckily, like, Obi-Wan had Qui-Gon, for so long and like he like was like a father figure to him yeah um but then like when you look at like Anakin like Qui-Gon was supposed to be his father figure and then he died and so like that's like literally like you know we've talked about this before but Anakin's like fall I guess but even I feel like Obi-Wan just had like that it shows just like how strong his bond with Qui-Gon was and like how like that was like probably his first time like experiencing like loss in that way and so like his last like person that he knew like from like growing up was Satine and like having her being lost too as well as Anakin just like I can never imagine he lost it all yeah and Padme we haven't even talked about like Padme was part of that group of people that like him and Anakin and Padme throughout the whole Clone Wars and he loses her too oh my gosh he was he was there when except for vader but he was there when all of them died like he was there oh my god that's so sad you say he was probably there in the force i mean he was there when like anakin i mean he turned yeah Yeah. well let's talk about the master line with uh count dooku qui-gon uh and obi-wan count dooku trained um qui-gon and Qui-Gon's death is what turned Count Dooku. And so, like, you can see that, like, <laughs> that line was very, what? I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah, and, like, uh, Count, du- uh, Count Dooku was trained by Yoda, I believe. And, like, that was a very strong line. But with that strong line was very obviously strong feelings. And that, like, obviously carried. Pro- Count Dooku and Obi-Wan probably interacted before. And so when they had to fight him, he was, like, okay gotta fight my master's master real quick you know and it's just like you know the jedi believing that you could just cut off all familial ties and all like relationships that you have is what causes anakin for his fault because like it's like not possible for anyone to do that and that's why a lot of people are like the sith kind of make more sense Mm -hmm. um but it's just like obi-wan like Kenzie said was an imperfect example of like the Jedi like you can be so him being so devoted to the Jedi and then for them in a way to just fail him especially after the high order um once again in attack of the clones 250 or something Jedi went in and 170 died because they were not trained for battle they were diplomats but they were no longer battle trained obi-wan and anakin probably knew all of those padawans at like at least and like for them to just die so like brutally and like so unprepared when you think about it too when you think about all of those jedi dying um they feel that in the force like every time and 
the overwhelming feeling of that. And I've seen people point out that, you know, Anakin's turn and path to the dark side started when Qui-Gon died. That's where it began. And since that moment, he was never going to finish his path on Mm -hmm. the light side. And I think it's just, again, it's that issue with the Jedi and no emotions, no attachment. You can't feel these things. And it's so bad to like, I mean, we can talk about that like realistically Mm -hmm. in real life too, like cutting off your emotions is not healthy and not good, but especially in Star Wars where these people are Jedi who hold laser swords and are connected (laughs) to the force and affect other people's lives so greatly. I mean, we can tell like, just like Qui-Gon was like different. He was different from the other Jedi. Like he's not like other Jedi. He's not not like the other girls. He's built different. He's built different. Um, But like, he was so like, there's just something I love Qui-Gon. So I love that man, but- yeah did you know that? um but like he just like Qui-Gon you can tell that he even though he was a Jedi he like was one of the first Jedi that we see that's like actually like knows that there's like a relationship between your Padawan and Master and that like that's just what happens and so like and because of that he was so successful in like trading Obi-Wan like and like he was going to be so successful in training Anakin but as soon as he died like they knew that Anakin was too um emotional yeah like Anakin was too emotional to have just any Jedi be his master like he needed to have a master that like had that bond that Qui-Gon would have and like it was like a fatherly bond and when Qui-Gon died like Obi-Wan did become like his master but it was more of like a brother rather than like a father figure for him and it shows just like how Obi-Wan or how uh, Qui-Gon's use of like having that relationship knowing that there is like this bond between you two how like this is how they can be successful and because he's like the last one to do that when he died pretty much like it showed just like how the Jedi kind of crumbled after that yeah I don't know chosen one immaculate conception and don't sound well i would have heard that and be like yeah so we're gonna have to go hard no on this one <laughs> it just don't look they like tried. it's gonna sound go well uh, obi-wan definitely did try god that must have been so hard for like ahsoka and anakin both being rambunctious and just like yeah let's just blow up a planet and obi-wan's like we just can't do that man <laughs> they're, they're diplomats we're diplomats Obi-Wan, you know Obi-Wan was just sitting in the ship alone and be like, Qui-Gon, why'd you have to die? Like, literally, why'd you have to die? Literally, Qui-Gon. I'm so mad at you right now, love. Qui-Gon's ghost is just laughing at him from afar. They probably had talks sometimes and Obi-Wan was just yelling and Qui-Gon just like... (laughs) The the strangest part of all of that is that, like, they weren't, like, force ghosting back then. Because Yoda learns how to force, force do force ghost stuff in like season six of Clone Wars or something. So like for most of that time, like Obi-Wan didn't have a way to connect with Qui-Gon really. Um, and I just, you think about that whole time period and how like the Jedi didn't sign up to be an army. That was not what they were intended to be and having to be put through all of that and see so many people die 
like I cannot even imagine the emotional toll that took on all of them Mm -hmm. let alone like Obi-Wan who like lived through it and was one of the last surviving Jedi once again to bash the Jedi Order are they real stupid because how could they not figure out like the that the clones were like gonna pull that like I, like you know they had those little microchip things but like also like honestly how did they not notice palpatine was palpatine like how dumb do you have to be like can't you just why didn't no one pull like a kylo ren and be like all right i'm gonna look through your head real quick you acted too suspicious <laughs> I'm, that's the one that I like question all the time is like how they didn't like sense the dark side in him yeah. like the Jedi were constantly in the same room as Palpatine who was like literally plotting all this terrible evil stuff like how do you not sense that but I just feel like they're they were just so gullible in it they're like there's no way that there's a Sith that powerful to get to the top of the Senate so they like they probably didn't even think about it I just, yeah, that's so true. Like, why didn't they sense it? Like, they could freaking sense a Sith a mile away, but you're in the, you're having crumpets and tea with your freaking Sith partner in the, in the setting, and you can't sense him. After meetings, they're probably like, all right, so which one of you is messing with the dark side? Speak now. Someone in this room. Palpatine's like, I often think about, like, who was Palpatine? Like, like, what's, how did no Darth one know? Plagueis the Wise. Well, how did no one know that he was like being force sensitive or anything? Because like, how did he figure it out? Like, you know, because most of the Sith that we've met, like, or like dark side users have been former Jedi or former Padawans, like, right? Mm-hmm. Like du- Dooku trained as a Jedi. Asajj Ven- Ventress also trained as a Jedi, like most of these people from the dark side were formerly jedi palp woke up was born woke up and was evil. he said i should evil he said <laughs> the clone wars <laughs> yeah. i feel like uh mace knew he just didn't say anything until the last minute or when everything was going down he's like this is my time i knew it <laughs> <laughs> i love just that i love how mace pulled up to his headquarters with his he said i knew it he was like, I've always hated you. Time to, time to rip the thumb up on you. It gets thrown out a window. Went, no, no window. <laughs> First it's Mace window. And now your skanky got thrown out of a window. <laughs> uh, they did that on purpose. They knew that that was going to be a problem. George Lucas yeah. thought it would be funny. Lucas. Lucas. Not funny not funny no realized george lucas named luke after himself yeah he really went crazy with that one (laughs) he said luke is me we're on to you we're on to you lucas stratosphere saunterer (laughs) um but yeah we got way off of obi-wan real quick there that's okay Oh, there was a funny scene in it um, where Padme and um, Anakin were like reunited in uh, Attack of the Clones and like Obi-Wan's just there like limping in pain. He's like, I'm ignoring it. I see it, <laughs> I but love I ignore it. I do not see it. He just like doesn't want to deal with it. So he just like pretends he does not see. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's another example of like Obi though. Like if you think about it, like 
taking care of Anakin because Anakin was not supposed to be having a relationship with Padme. And I mean, obviously, Obi-Wan knew you have to be blind. Neither of them were hiding it well. People could see it a mile away. It was put in the daily news, little updates. Put in Us Weekly. They just hid the papers from Anakin to pretend that he's doing it well. Or a song weekly. OMG, did you see Padme Amidala? <laughs> I wonder, do you guys think that um, Obi-Wan never said anything because he always wanted that with Satine? And so yeah, he, why would you say that in front of Kenzie? He allowed Anakin to do it because he knows that he has constant pain from it. So he <laughs> I was, you gotta no. stop. You're ready, Kenzie. <laughs> Dodge, I was just about to say that. Like, I literally think of the empathy that he had for Anakin. You made Kenzie cry. Apologize. That's Rose's job. <laughs> I just like, sorry. Because he like, he was like, well, if I can't do it, I'll let my Padawan do it. And then, oh my gosh, what if he blames himself? He's like, wow, I couldn't even get over my feelings about Satine, so I let my Padawan do it. And then now he turned to the dark side. And so this is all my fault. <gasps> and so that why, that's why he lived in a cave in Tatooine for 20, 20 years. You said, maybe so I shouldn't have let this happen. <laughs> Maybe this is why we can't have relationships. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kenzie. I didn't mean to break your heart. Obi-Wan just deserves better. <laughs> he really does. He deserves a TV show. Well, oh, what a out. brilliant idea. Oh, okay. Not to hurt Kenzie more, but what if we see flashbacks of Obi-Wan and Satine? <gasps> what, if we, what if we see a secret kiss? I won't make it. I won't survive. Oh You're already God. crying. The thing is, is like, we've talked about this so much. Like, we want to have so many flashbacks in the One Kenobi series. But I don't know if we will have a lot of flashbacks. Because it's so I'll short. I'll make it happen. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. <laughs> I mean, they're going to all be like an hour long. Too. I know. It's true. So, so it will happen. At least we'll have that. But it's like, how many episodes is it supposed to be? X. Six, right? Eight? I, uh, I don't know. Six or eight. I just know there's only one season, correct? Yeah, it's a like a limited series. It's like mm-hmm. six or eight, something like that. Cowards. But wow. I love the director, so we're gonna be fine. So Is like it- it's obviously gonna have to be filmed um like the end of Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. How, how long did they say it was? Did they say that? I don't what think they it? said it. They just yeah. said that, you know, Vader and the thing is, is he looks older. I mean, yeah, he yeah. looks older, but again, if you get too close to A New Hope, he's not going to look like an old man. It, they did announce it. It's going to take place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. I want to see more planets. Like, God, I feel like we see the same planets over and over again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we get to see, like, really cool planets, and then yeah. we see them for, like, mm-hmm. five minutes. Do you think, do you think Owen Kenobi went on a world tour? No. Bro! <laughs> like, you he's know like, how, like, here I am in Scarif! <laughs> I know nothing happens here. <laughs> like, do you think he stayed? I don't know if he stayed on Tatooine. I yeah. don't think so. I think like, he maybe tired. he was watching over Luke the whole time, but, I but then, like, the, you bring up the Leia thing, so like, maybe he just like went in between the two, or maybe, maybe he just felt it through the forest. He was like, I, they're okay. Can he just like check on them like through the forest? I mean, we know again. We know from rebels that when darth maul goes to find him he's on tatooine and we know from the comics that a lot of 
these things that take place in the comics during this time period are yeah. on Tatooine. So I'm imagining he stays there. I mean, he might there. He might have like you know once or now and every now and then he might go somewhere. Once again, why must everyone be British or have an American accent? They should have had let Obi Wan have a Scottish accent, but they didn't because it would kill people in the theaters. That would have been cool. Didn't he have a Scottish accent? No, no. It British. It's British. I would remember. But um, we are seeing more accents because there was that Imperial officer mm-hmm. in The Mandalorian. He had a Southern accent. I mean, we do see like a lot of um, rebel pilots who have more Southern twang. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting to see that an Imperial officer with one because normally it is like the rebel pilots. And not to bring him up again, but General Hux could have had that Irish accent. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Obi Wan just man, his life is tragic. People always talk about how Anakin's life was tragic, and yeah, I guess it was. But like, man, I'm over that boy. Let's talk about Obi Wan and how like he was going through, and he was just like, I guess I don't have to kill people to feel something, unlike others. I was gonna bring up me, Obi Wan, and Din have the same MB MBTI type, which is INFJ. And so I, what are these acronyms? <laughs> the 16 personality type. Yeah. Oh, and I, the same one. oh my Luke God. And I have the same type. So INFP baby, cry baby type. Yeah. Uh, me, Obi-Wan and Din be rare with that personality type. What's your personality? So cool. What's your person? What's their personality type? INFJ. <laughs> I'm literally almost the complete opposite. <laughs> I mean, know. That's why Din wouldn't like you. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> Not really. Um, me and Qui-Gon have the same one. What Qui-Gon? the heck? Who am I? I literally feel like I'm probably like Anakin or someone who yours? talks Wait, what's yours, Don? ESTJ. The people who like follow rules. You know what? I'm probably I'm yeah. Yoda. <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> but how am I the same as Vader? Okay, because I have questions. Because an ESTJ, an ESTJ does not give a crap about emotions. Like, they do for family. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, he, no. Like, Dodge. I'm not the same as him. I think that's incorrect. Um, Maybe you're not the same as Anakin, but Vader doesn't care about other people. And he saves Luke in the end. Dodge, just accept the truth. You're just not going to be as cool as me and Kenzie. Just. I will never. It makes me so mad when there's like TikToks or whatever. This is totally off topic. (laughs) Dodge is is still mad that um, Tiana and I have the same Enneagram. (laughs) Uh, Literally, literally, because Tiana, Tiana and I, oh, I love Tiana. She's literally my queen. I relate to her so much in the terms of like, no, apparently not enough. I know. What? But like, what's Tiana's Enneagram? She's a three. I'm a one. I'm a four. What, what Enneagram? I'm a six. I can't remember. I'm six W5. Disney You're person. a six, Rose? We've had I, this discussion we, before. I know I, you're going to say, I don't believe it. <laughs> we're really revealing everything. Yeah. But, <laughs> we're going real deep. People are going to really analyze us. What I was going to say, this is not related, but I was going to say, you know how you like have those, um, those TikToks where it's like, who's your boyfriend based off your month? I never get din. 
Never. Every single time. I get the worst ones because I'm born in August and freaking everyone hates Leos. I'm an Aquarius. Uh, if you make TikToks and you want to do the month thing, I was born in February, so you know what to give me, people. But I did convince someone that Dennis a Virgo. I don't know what Virgos are, so irrelevant. It's true. So oh, it's because you're a Virgo too. <laughs> Shut up, Dodge. How did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my goodness. We're going down real deep. Um, please don't analyze the things we said, especially me, because um, I refuse to be perceived. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not me. let's go back to obi-wan and he, my homie how often do you think he shaves his beard like not shaves it but like trims it do you think he trims every day it often? every day so like every do they day. have galactic barbers that's what i'm thinking like what what jedi like you know, there had to be a jedi that just like didn't want to be a jedi anymore and they were like you know what i don't want to like be a jedi but i want to like cut the jedi's like hair you know and you so, even- like what if they use the force with the scissors to cut precisely that is so extra and that could go so wrong i highly doubt that could you imagine twisting your fingers wrong and the scissors are just in your neck that that's unfortunate (laughs) that's suspicious that's that's weird (laughs) palpatine in the shadows like "Ah, i think it'll work maybe that's why he's bald Okay. He and shaved anyway, too close one day. The Lady Lorians love Obi-Wan in conclusion. Period. Um, I love getting off topic. Obi-Wan deserved better. I feel like we had a really cool discussion about him tonight and <laughs> things stemming from him. Um, this is your weekly reminder that we are doing a Meet the Lady Lorian series over on our Instagram where you can get to know all of the Lady Lorians a little bit better. We've done a few already. And we're getting ready to do the last couple. So make sure you check that out. Go back and look at the old ones. Check out the story highlights and get to know all of us um, outside of what we share here on the podcast because we only get so much time every week to get to know you guys on here. Um, So we love to connect with you guys outside of just the podcast. And other than that, make sure if you are listening on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening, um, to subscribe or follow, um, leave a comment and a like if you're listening and watching on YouTube. Um, make sure to leave a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Um, we love our reviews and our comments. They make our days. And have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 May the force be with you. This is the way.